Did you know Granny McDuff now has a Patreon? You can get all episodes ad-free. Games, puzzles, calendars, and more. You can even get discounts off Granny merch. Sign up now on Patreon. Go to GrannyMcDuffENT.com for more information. Good evening, children. It's Granny McDuff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, there lived a boy called Arthur. He was just a wee little one, but he was good in his studies and well-liked by his friends. In the evenings, after supper, when he had finished all his schoolwork, little Arthur was allowed 20 minutes outside with his telescope. And every evening, little Arthur did the same thing. He watched the moon. He looked at each crater. Like a slice of cheese, his mother would say. Cheese, he would say. It couldn't be. He studied each tiny white pool of water. Glass of milk, more like, his father would say. (laughs) Arthur would laugh at this. Milk on the moon? Surely not. He outlined each shadow and shape. The man on the moon, his brother would cry. Could it be? Arthur wondered. Could a man live on the moon? He looked for this man each night, but it was always still. One night, Arthur's parents were attending a ball. A great ball at the house of the Duke and Duchess of Hogglebury. It was quite late, but Arthur could not sleep. He tiptoed out of the room so as not to wake his snoring brother and shuffled down the stairs. He slid past the nanny, who was asleep on a chair in the sitting room, and went out the back door into the garden. Through the telescope, his little eye peeked, and there it was, as bright and as beautiful as ever. A truly breathtaking sight to behold. And for a moment, Arthur dreamed he lived on the moon. He would bring a snack with him, of course, and then fill his cup with moon water and sleep on the soft surface. Suddenly, his dream was interrupted. Something was moving. It couldn't be, he thought, and he looked closer. Just stillness once again. There she was. She was jumping about. No, no, not jumping. Flying. She had pointy little ears and big bright blue wings fluorescent in the moonlight. She flitted about, then drank a bit of water and sat down. Is she? No. Could it be? She's singing, thought little Arthur. I wonder what song. And he hummed a bit of a lullaby. (gasps) 
Little Arthur backed away from the telescope, surprised. The little fairy had looked straight at him. Right in the eye. How would she know he saw her? They were too far away. Oh, how silly of me, he thought. And he looked back through the lens. But she was gone. Arthur, cried Mother. His parents were home. He ran straight to bed. Jump, pull the covers and close the eyes. He just made it. They opened the door to check. But his mother and father were none the wiser. For all they knew, little Arthur was fast asleep. He would dream of her, he thought. Perhaps she will still visit me in my dream. But just then, something pinched his nose. Wake up, little one, said a voice. Another pinch. Ouch, cried Arthur as he sat up and rubbed his nose. He opened his eyes. And there she was, right in front of him, clear as day, fluttering her little wings, hovering in midair. You can see me, she cried, but how? I don't know. The fairy let herself gently down onto Arthur's pillow and sat in deep thought. I saw you through my telescope. You were there on the moon and then here. How, how, how did you get here so quickly? I'm faster than you might think, Arthur. How do you know my name? I know more than you think. Who is the man on the moon? Girl on the moon, cried the little fairy and she stood up in huff and stomped her little feet. I am a girl and a fairy too, you might say, and I live on the moon. I am Astrid. Are there others? Yes, but they live on Mars and Venus and, well, everywhere. We are all tasked when we come of age, and my task is to care for the moon. It is most special, you see, and they chose me. Quite an honour, she boasted. Will you take me there to see it? I could not. It's not a place for little boys. But I'm not little. Well, I'm not that little. I only want to see it close. It's so beautiful. Go to sleep, little Arthur. And with that, Astrid flew out the window and up away toward the stars. Arthur watched, and he tried to keep his eyes open as long as he could. But soon he fell into a deep slumber and dreamed that Astrid carried him all the way to the moon. The next day was quite the same as the rest. School, home, schoolwork, supper, and then finally, as if he'd been waiting for it all his life, Arthur was allowed his telescope. He put his eye to the lens and... Ah! Hello! Astrid was on the other side. You're back! She flew right up to him and pinched his nose. Ouch! Astrid laughed and then began. And as it appears, so it goes. 
the smaller they get, the faster they go. To the moon, and back we go. Arthur began to shrink. Smaller and smaller, his clothes too, until he was just the same size as Astrid. She picked him up by his little suspenders and off they went. Up, up and away. When they arrived, Astrid placed him down and Arthur could hear the crunch of the moon's surface under his feet. It was the most beautiful sound he had ever heard, he thought. I'm... I'm on the moon. And you're floating, you see? He could not believe it. I'm flying. Arthur moved his limbs as if he was swimming and he bounced his feet down to the ground and then floated back up again. He opened his eyes and there it all was. Much bigger now, of course, but nonetheless breathtaking. Follow me, said Astrid. She led him to a crater and inside was a little hut made of moon rock. My house is here. Come, have a cup of moon water, then you can explore. Arthur drank his cup as fast as he could, then let it float up into the air. Incredible, he thought. And before Astrid knew it, he was out the door. He explored every nook and cranny of the moon and did quite a few mid-air somersaults. Astrid did not approve of this. Flying should be taken seriously, she said. Couldn't be real, he thought. It was just too good to be true. And with that, he blinked. And when he opened his eyes once more, he was in his very own bed. No! He cried. Shh! said his brother. It was real. I know it was. But Arthur wasn't sure. He raced downstairs and out the door knowing he would be in trouble, but he didn't care. He must see the moon. And through his telescope he peered. The bright, brilliant moon was just as it had always been. And there was no Astrid. Not one speck of movement. Arthur! Mother cried. Come inside at once! Once Arthur had been scolded and was back in his bed, he tried to remember every detail, every moment. It couldn't have been a dream. And then he saw it, sitting on his windowsill, a small moon rock. Arthur smiled. It was real. Just as quickly as it came and went, there was a small flicker outside his window. It was Astrid. She was going home. And Arthur knew he would see her again. The End And now it's time to take a deep breath, close our eyes, so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. 
Good night, children. <laughs>